Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gypsy Poet Radio. I'm the Gypsy Poet, and this weekend we are featuring a multi-award winning actor and director who has crossed the ocean to make one of the most memorable and meritable careers in Hollywood. Please welcome the one, the only, and the amazing Harley Wallen. Hello, hello. Uh, hey, hello. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored to be on the on the on the show with you tonight. Thank you so much. I'm uh, I'm at a loss for words because you have a substantial career that you have made in Hollywood. You, like I said in the intro, you have crossed the ocean to make one of the most meritable careers in this industry, and I'm very happy that you're here. And I want to add that you come from a very beautiful place. Where are you from originally? Let's start with that. Well, I am from Malmö, Sweden, which is the southern tip of Sweden that's attached uh, to uh, Denmark, Copenhagen. Um, uh, so that, that's where I'm from, all the way, uh, all the way across the ocean. And a beautiful place that is. Wow. And I have to know, what made you want to cross that ocean to come here? You know, I got bit. Well, first of all, it actually started even before that. My mom, she keeps telling me that I was standing in front of the TV watching movies and, you know, you know, Johnny Weiss Miller, Tarzan and stuff. And I... I told her when I was five I was going to move to America and be a movie star, which was kind of funny uh, in hindsight. But absolutely, it was that bug that that, that eventually got me to make that big move. I, um, uh, you know, I really I, I'd had a, my my early start in acting in Sweden. I ended up on a syndicated TV show, and uh, and I just really loved acting, and and I wanted to have a big audience. I didn't want to be limited by my language. And I felt English is such a perfect worldwide universal language. Um, and the American films had me, you know, absolutely in love. I, I, I remember, you know, watching all these films, refusing to speak English with a, with a British accent because I wanted to speak like they did in the movies. And, uh, yeah, many, many years later, here I am and, uh, and following my dreams. Congratulations, and you're doing a fine job of it. Who Thank or you. what inspired? Yes, absolutely. Who or what inspired you to go into acting, mentor-wise or family-wise? I know, and I know you've mentioned your mom, so I guess we can start with that. Yeah. Well, my my mom has always kind of been my idol, and she's always been my biggest cheerleader, and she's been my sounding board. So she has to get a ton of credit. She did the opposite of what I did. She got pregnant at 17 with me, and uh, she was a high-end singer doing really well for herself that decided she was going to shelve it all and and be a mother. Um, So I always feel that I want to do this especially for her because of what she sacrificed for me, if that makes sense. Um, So 
yeah, she's definitely a big inspiration. But but other than that, I've been inspired by by the greats. I mean, I I I'm in and in love with watching. You know, when you look at the the greats on screen, whether it's Al Pacino or 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 Denzel Washington, uh, they just take your breath away, and you can't stop watching the screen. And and that's that's something that I fell in love with when I was uh, a teenager, and I've never been able to let that go. I like where you're going with that because one couple that I enjoyed watching was Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. Love that. Oh yes, absolutely. That's that's stunning beauty and uh, and and such screen presence. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, now coming back to you, the Eternal Code is your current film that you're promoting. What is this about, and what possessed you to want to do this film? Um, this has been one of the more interesting rides for me because it started so uh, different for me. Normally, uh, things come to me in a story or or I, I just have a feel for something. Uh, this one I read, uh, it was on Facebook, and it said, Italian doctor getting ready to uh, take the head of a Russian paraplegic guy and to exchange that on to uh, this Chinese person who was brain dead. And essentially this was going to be the real Frankenstein. And I thought it was almost a joke. And then I clicked on it and I started reading and he had already performed the procedure on a deceased primate. Uh, They saw nerve endings reattaching and they really believe that they can do this. And I thought to myself that we're so incredibly close to being able to start defying nature and, and, and play God. And I thought about what that would look like. And I thought about with, you know, the greed of humanity and with, and, and, and with the people that we have, you know, that are on their sixth heart or, or whatever it may be that are always chasing that Holy grail to live forever. And I thought of, you know, what would you do to live forever? Would you kill to live forever? And I started with that premise and, uh, and came up with this idea of, taking that story another step that they've come up now with a, you don't have to uh, move heads anymore. You can now download the brain onto essentially a form of a drive and that can now be plugged into another person and override them so that you essentially become them. That's the premise of the film and, uh, and what people are willing to do for that. Um, That's, that's the the dilemma, and you get to see you know a bunch of people uh, arm wrestling over this, and uh, and it's a good ride. It's a, definitely a good ride. Has some absolutely incredible talent. Uh, feels like an ensemble cast for me. Phenomenal. What do you want your audience to take away with them in your current film with this one? Yeah, you know, I I love the moral dilemmas. I I I really enjoy looking at things from the outside saying, you know, what would you do if uh and 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 let people wrestle with those questions because I think we become most of the time better humans when we when we get to soul search ourselves a little bit and to think about can doesn't mean I should. Um, and and I think that's a big part of what I love to do. If you look at most of my films, they have some form 
of moral dilemma and 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 I try to hand the problem to the audience where they get to try to figure out what they would do. Wonderful. Who is your greatest inspiration in acting? Um, I think, uh, hard question, but I, I, today I would say Robert De Niro, and that, that answer might be different tomorrow because, you know, I have so many, so many of my absolute favorites. But De Niro, uh, and, and I think, you know, the people that have been watching him for the last 20 years don't remember or don't know where he came from. But you look at some of these uh, things that he did uh, in Taxi Driver, uh, you know, in Deer Hunter, and, and, and uh, you know, the, he's an uh, incredible rate. I mean, the Raging Bull is amazing. You have, uh, uh, what is the, the Cape Fear uh, was fairly yeah. recent. He was terrifying in Cape Fear. And this is an, an, an older gentleman that, you know, he, he – when you see him in, in real life or when you see him doing an interview, the intimidation factor is completely gone. He just seems like a, a regular guy. And then when you see him on screen in character, he, he just takes everything from you and, and you can't stop watching him. Uh, and, and, and that's something that I have always been fascinated by. There are certain greats that can just do that. They just steal you. And, and, and when they're on screen, you completely forget that it's an actor acting and you get submerged into the experience of them. It's special. That's, that's compelling. Yes. And he is a compelling actor. Yeah. I, I have to. Yes. Yeah. If there was a, yes, I, this next question, it may be a difficult one to answer. And um, this one put a, I put a lot of thought into and, to me, this is probably one of the most important questions because there was a course that I took once called uh, Literature and Film, and I would like mm-hmm. to know, if there's a novel or publication that you wanted to turn into a film, which one would it be and why? You know, I, I, this is one of my favorite questions that I have been asked in all of my interviews, and so i got to give you big credits on that. I, 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 I'm, I, I see this question in my head, and I start thinking to myself, what would I, what would I want to turn into a film? And and I start looking back at at, at Agatha Christie stories, uh, my mom's favorite writer. And I think about you know the Midnight Express and some of these some of these classics, uh, these crime uh, and especially the Who Done It. I love those. The, my fir- very first film that came out was Moving Parts, and it was one of those films where you have to watch it and be a detective to solve it at the end. And, um, and, and and those are my favorites. Um, but then I'm the biggest fan of Stephen King and, and Dean Koontz and Wes Craven and, and those horror films where they can write right into your head and you can see it all play out in your imagination. And I would love to test something like that. So this is one of them questions that you wrestle with all the time uh, because there are so many good, good stories. Um, the closest thing I've come so far to this in real life is uh, a domestic violence case where I, it wasn't a novel that I got to read. It was police reports and and her, this woman's uh, recollection of 
going through absolute hell to get to the other side um, and having that be worked into a script that so far is, you know, the best script I've, I've ever had in my hands. And to have a chance to make that film is going to be definitely my biggest challenge, but also something that I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be in heaven and hell every day uh, when we get to make that film. If I may humbly say, Mr. Wallen, you have tugged at my heartstrings because I oh, too wow. am an yes, because I too am an Agatha Christie fan. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's yes. uh, it's one of them things that I I I, I never realized that I was a huge fan until my mom completely completely sucked me in. But the, her writing is so incredible. It, it, it stands the test of time. And, and it's so, I love the, that you have to be a detective when you read her books. Uh, it's so incredibly well-crafted. Very much so. And her books have stood the test of time. She is a classic in the world of literature. And I'm so happy that you brought her up. And much like the other authors you've mentioned, I um I pull back a little bit on Dean Koontz and Stephen King because of, obviously many many people love them, but um, yeah. I'm more of a classic, and and this fits the bill for me, and yeah. and what you and and I and I love films that keep the audience, the spectators at the edge of their seats, and mm-hmm. that is something perish very much. Yeah, no. I, I have to agree with you on that. Uh, I, I just have to say something real quick on that. Uh, my film, Abstruse, had its premiere, and we, we had a big, big theater. And uh, and it was one of them things where I didn't even realize it until we were pretty deep into the film. I leaned over to my wife, and I said, do you know that nobody's gone bathroom? This is a one-hour and 57-minute film. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that nobody forgot to go bathroom and, and what I hadn't had to leave, but they all sat there. And then we had the Q and a right before, right at the end of that. And, uh, and I had a, a, a guy stand up in the audience and say, you know, it's a really, really good movie and I'm on blood pressure pill and I had to go. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I had to hold it because the film had me so gripped that I, that I had to sit through it. So I apologize for missing the first portion of the Q&A. So that was mm-hmm. the pins and needles that, that I love so much. Wonderful. Wow, I just fit right in. <laughs> you are also yeah. listed as a yes, you are also listed as a filmmaker. What what films have you directed and or created? So, um it started when we used to have film incentives in Michigan and uh I started climbing the ladder. I had a small role in Batman vs Superman, and 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 uh, and a couple of smaller uh, smaller films, bigger roles. Uh, and then they cut the film incentives, and uh, and I really started worrying about the Michigan independent film and good films coming out of Michigan. Um, so I, I I decided I wanted to put my name in the hat and. I was actually on a set, and, and my friend was there, Walbert Beltran, uh, and we were shooting some scenes, and I told him, I, I said, I really think we need to do something about this, and I remember I come home to my wife, and I said the same thing to her, and 
and uh, and we all just decided to do it. We made a couple of short films for festivals, and then we uh, uh, we did a, a, a feature film called Deceitful that we kind of co-directed and, and made all together. And although a lot of people really liked it, I knew it wasn't good enough, and uh, I hopped uh, and did online film school to kind of up my game and I I, 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 I went around and, and, and I built a budget instead of us trying to, to spend the, the little bit of money we had uh, on a film so we, we actually assembled a budget for our second film but that was Moving Parts was the first film that I feel that I that I directed I co-directed it with Jerry Hayes uh, uh, somebody who I really enjoy as an actor and as a filmmaker and, uh, and he helped me take a lot of my first as a, as a director. Um, after that, I made a, a horror thriller called Enigma, and then I made a, a, a romantic comedy called Bennett's Song, and then I made a, a Abstruse, which is another... Some people have called it a horror film. We actually have been in quite a few horror festivals with that, even though I'd say it's probably more of a, of a thriller, but, but it has some of that... American psycho to it, uh, so I can see why they feel that way. And then we made the action thriller uh, Betrayed. Um, then after that, we made the horror film Agramon's Gate that's been really uh, doing well. That's probably one of our most popular films that just released uh, in February this year. Uh, and then after that, we did Eternal Code, and that movie has done incredibly well. It had a limited theatrical. We had a, a big Hollywood premiere at the Chinese Theater, and and it was you know a Cinderella night for sure. Um, then we made a sequel to Bennett's Song called A Bennett's Song Holiday, and that film is actually just wrapped. So you get a, a little exclusive today. Uh, that film is going to be uh, sent to distributors, and uh, and hopefully. We'll find out very soon when that's going to be hitting theaters. Um, and then we made our next uh, horror film called Ash and Bone. And, uh, you know, my, my editor has been ranting and raving, and uh, I'm pretty close to having the rough cut of that, but he's saying that that one could break us uh, truly mainstream and, and possibly a full theatrical. So I'm kind of holding my breath to, to see what it looks like before I get too excited, but uh, when, when when they start talking about it being something really special, you, you almost have to go there. Yes, you do. I'm excited for you. What a trailblazing career you have yeah. had so far. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's and, been uh, moving. Yes, much so. So you have, uh, you have achieved so many awards and nominations in your work. Um, can you name just a few, and what do you anticipate next? You know, with with the, we've been really really blessed, and uh, and I I be honest with you, I try not to hang on to to achievements too firmly because I think, uh, you know, I, I spent my whole life as a martial artist, and I kind of did the same thing there. I like aiming forward, so so I, I I win something, I'm excited, I celebrate, and then I move on. Um, but but you know, having a couple of films winning, you know, excellence in film awards, uh, you know, Barcelona International, Amsterdam International have been incredible, London Film Awards and, and, and getting, you know, BAFTA qualified. 
been incredibly fortunate. And then here in the States, some of my favorites have been Vero Beach. Uh, Wine and Film has been, uh, I loved going to that festival. So if anybody's listening and uh, and want to go to a very cool experience festival, I would strongly recommend that one. Um, it's just an amazing time. And then um, some of the other ones have been, you know, the Vegas Film Awards. Um, uh, and and there's, there's been so many. Uh, I'm very, very blessed, but I, but like I said, I try to move on because sometimes you can, I've had people say, Oh my God, I looked at your IMDb. You have so many awards. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. And I, and I like it, but I, I want to keep aiming, aiming forward and upward. God bless you. (laughs) I I love your thinking and I love, and I love your mentality and, and this process of making films and um, and that's the best thought process to have. And uh, going into 2020, being the challenge that it is right now, what is one thing yeah. you hope, believe, and wish for for this year? Well, I mean, more than anything else, I, I hope that when we start reopening, um, you know, I hope that we can do so safely and, and that, you know, we, we keep as many of our moms and grandmoms and, and grandpas and, 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 and uncles and, and whoever else may have some immunity issues or some pre-existing conditions. Uh, that's, that's number one, I believe, on pretty much everyone's mind right now is, is, is human lives are at stake. And, and, I, and I hope and pray for sure that that's something that we can, we can figure out some form of treatment to, to get to the other side with as many of us uh, around as possible. Um, But as far as filming, we're in the middle of shooting uh, an incredible TV series uh, that's going to go to Amazon Prime, and um, and it's called uh, Tale of Tales, and it's a very unique ride. It's it's almost like Ozark meets... uh, Sopranos meets Sons of Anarchy. Uh, it's 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 so much with this show. It's so incredibly entertaining, and uh, we're about halfway through season one, and um, and I, I can't wait for for it to come out. I really think we have something special, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the audience receive that. It's a it's a really really good story. Uh, I co-wrote parts of this, but I got to give the big credit to Steve Copera, uh, who wrote an incredible plot for this for this TV series. It was funny because they came first and offered me the role uh, to to this uh, to this uh, TV series, and I thought it was a really cool role. And I remember in our meeting, I kind of said, "I love this. It's a great story. I just wish it had some more dimensions. I wish it had." some more characters and and I, I kind of spoke my mind a little bit and they came back and they were like we really love your ideas uh we'd consider even rewriting this uh with some of those ideas if you'd be interested in co-writing it with us and i said absolutely and we kind of jumped in and, and developed this whole idea together from from the idea that they've been working on already for a while and uh sky's definitely the limit it's a super entertaining story and uh, and really compelling characters. I will say this: you are going to be my go-to guy if I come up with a good storyline for a film. Oh, that sounds perfect. <laughs> yes, um, you know how to work your way in, uh, around a film, both 
on screen and behind the scenes. So that is a wonderful talent to have. You, you. have a you have a tremendous amount of talent in in both areas. And I think that is that is somewhat rare for an actor, but the thing is you're more than an actor, you're also a director. So that is yeah. a very wonderful thing to have and your 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 well-roundedness in in the whole and, and the whole spectrum of movie making is really, really amazing. And I cannot be more thankful that you have made it to my program. Oh, Among other you. things, yes, and what I, what I also noticed is you have, you have a very enriching background in filmmaking. And I cannot wait to see more of what you do. Truly, this is a gift. And, and not only do you express it with love, but you also express it with substance. Very, very cool, I have to tell you. Um, thank you, among, thank you. Yes, among other things, I just want to say thank you for those of you tuning in and listening in to the wonderful Harvey Wallen, Harley Wallen. He is truly a gifted filmmaker and actor, and p- please be sure to Google him, check him out. And if I may say, please, Tune in to iHeartRadio.com, also to Pandora and to Spotify, and as well as um, iTunes, or known to known now as Apple Music. Thank you all so much for tuning yeah. in. And I have to say thank you to Mr. Harley Wallen for calling in and telling his story on GPR. An amazing story it thank is. You. Lots of wonderful tidbits and gr- uh, great questions to be that have been answered. And I cannot wait for the eternal code. And please keep me posted on anything and everything you are doing in your endeavors. And I cannot wait to have you again on the program. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. I kind of already knew it from your energy, but thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. Okay, for those of you tuning in, you can also listen in on the archives as well. So please join me on Gypsy Poet Radio on here on BTR. And uh, if you're on Facebook, be sure to look me up there as well. And you will find the show links on my page as well as on uh, Sophia the Gypsy Poet. And you can also find it on Instagram. And you will probably find it on Twitter as well later this, later on this evening. So thank you all for tuning in and joining in, joining me for GPR with the wonderful Harley Wall, an absolutely wonderful actor and filmmaker and with many more projects to come. 2020 has a rough start, but I think it will be a blessed year. A wonderful event this was this evening on GPR. And please catch it the entire weekend. If you can't get enough of it, come back to the link and listen again. Thank you all so very, very much. Mr. Wellen, it was a joy and a pleasure, and I hope to hear from you again. You are absolutely awesome. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you so much. All right, guys. This is the Gypsy Poet signing off saying adios for now. But before I do, I just want to say, tune back into the show, for, uh, into the archives. Please look uh, look this up on iHeartRadio.com. Look it up on Spotify as well as Pandora. And any other places that uh, online or Internet radio is accessible on in, any and every platform. So this is Gypsy Poet Radio, and I have to sign off saying adios for now.